Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly. Welcome, welcome, and welcome again. Happy Fry. Yay is what I like to call it. I am so, so super excited, um, mainly because we're going through such a period right now of cold season and flu season <laughs> and everything under the sun. And it, I'm just so happy to be with you once again, where we talk all things careers. If you're new to the show, welcome. My name is Kelly Combat, and the name of the show is called Career Combat. And so what we talk about on the Empowerment Channel are all things careers, the highs, the lows, what happens when you get the interview? What happens if, in fact, you're facing difficulties at work? And sometimes, sometimes I have the absolute pleasure of having guests on my show. And this person is in no way different. I mean, just such an illuminary type of person. The person who is an ally, her name is Kathleen Cashman-Walter. And Kathleen is... Absolutely amazing. I, I met Kathleen a few years ago um, because I was participating as a coach in a workshop and she was representing her brand and just coming alive with all kinds of things with regards to business and, and really building your business. She's a business owner. She's a coach. She's at the top of our board of the International Coaching Federation, ICF New Jersey, Charter Chapter. Incoming president for 2024. She's, uh, I mean, just so many accolades to name. She's a mom. She's got this beautiful family. And she also has a brand called Conversations with Kathleen. Because if you think about it, folks, everything gets down to business when it comes to conversations. That's where the beauty and the magic begins. And the reason why I think that's so important is in this show, that's what we do. We have conversations. So tongue in cheek, I'm having a conversation with none other than Kathleen. Kathleen Cashman-Walter, welcome. Why, thank you, Kelly. Thank you for that great introduction. And uh, I love when my energy matches the energy of the people in, <laughs> in the room. Um, and that's one of the things that I talk with, with people all the time is, and you mentioned it earlier uh, in that we're in that flu season and we can't get rid of the germs and That's right. uh, all of that. And as we look at 2024, as you look at what you're doing, where you are and where you want to go, one of the things you need to make sure you remember is you can't let the weather uh, or any of the other circumstances get you down. So you need to, and I, I often say to people, hey, what's your energy number? And mm -hmm. they say, what? I was like, well, what's your energy number on a scale of one being low and 10 being high? Where are you? Because as soon as you step into the next conversation, you need to up your game because that energy is going to be an attractor. So I'm glad to be here and glad to make sure make the energy attraction here uh, wonderful for the people who are listening. 
Exactly. And I'm so glad that you're able to do so. I, I, I always imagine your schedule being, <laughs> being almost similar to trying to spin plates on every finger, trying not to drop them because you are responsible for so much. You do so much at Rutgers University. Uh, I've had the pleasure of joining you in a couple of your classes. I mean, folks, she's doing it all. Well, I grew up uh, with a the notion or a phrase, uh, just throw them up a little higher, you know, juggling, juggling balls, my father used to say, is if you throw them up a little higher, they all don't come down at the same time. So that spinning plates um, analogy, the juggling analogy, you know, I, I try to support wherever I can. And it does mean taking on some things. And when you step into the shoes of someone who's willing to take on some things, sometimes it's a lot of things and sometimes it's not too many things. Sure. So uh, the the goal this year is to make the many things that I have not a lot of things uh, by helping nice. others be able to do what they do and trusting that they'll do it. That's the only way to get a lot of things done. Um, and uh, I, I when I talk with some of my clients about how they're going to manage and juggle the things that they have. You know, that's one of the conversations that we have is how do you uh, go about managing the things without micromanaging those things? Uh, and it's no different whether it's things or people. Uh, you have to trust in the world around you and manage by exception. If somebody throws you a curveball, you're able to handle it. That's uh, right. But don't be so strong, uh, strong high uh, that you're thinking that everywhere you go, there's going to be one of those curveballs because there's not, there's not. So yes, I, I love the things that I do. Um, one of the things you mentioned was the Rutgers role. Uh, and, you know, I started to do that, oh, it's uh, almost 14 years ago. And it was my way, not only of contributing, but also I had two young children and it allowed me to get out of the evening, uh, at the evening time frame, uh, and it also kept me in town. So classes were Monday night. I couldn't be traveling on Sunday, so I was here more. But yet, I was able to get out uh, on a, a a school night, so to speak. That's great uh, to to support uh, the learning and development of great talent, um, and that's what we're all about. And so it, it is so true that uh, you have so many different kinds of responsibilities and you've made some excellent choices. And one thing I was noticing through a lot of the conversations I've been having with other folks within the field of coaching is that I was thinking about all the shows that I've had where I've had guests and there is a common denominator, whereas all of us may be very different and we all may have different niches, but we all also, at the same time, have our own businesses and we're all coaches. And as a professionally certified and credentialed coach, Kathleen, I thought, you know, why not change the branding of these conversations? So now I'm calling it Coach Vibes. Coach Vibes. And what that stands for is Voices Inspiring Bold and engaging stories. And I thought I would begin with you because you have such great stories about your career. Well, I think I love that. I, Coach Vibes. Oh, that's <laughs> very, very exciting. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I believe in following the opportunity. Um, you know, when I started in 
my career, unlike many people, uh, you know, you're, you're graduating college. And the, the difference I had was I had to work full time when I was going to school full time. Mm. Uh, that was kind of the way uh, it worked to pay for it. Your, your loans didn't cover uh, a whole semester. So um, and that was OK. That was OK. I found roles that I was able to uh, work around a schedule um, of classes. And I wasn't your typical student. I didn't go to school every day. So I uh, two long days, one short day, and I worked all the other days in between. Okay, uh, but that allowed me to uh, not only take on responsibilities, but interact in the business world, so to speak, um, while I was going to school for my degree in business. So it was great application, great experience. Uh, and then once I graduated, very similar to everybody else, it's like, what are you going to do? What's next? Um, and I had a great role, a uh, great role with the JCPenney company. They were right in the midst of a branding change, which was what I had studied marketing in, in school. Sure. Uh, and I wanted to be able to help them do that. And the way to do that was that they said to me was be in the stores first, understand our customer, see what our brand means, and let's try some bold moves when it comes to merchandising, which was right up my alley. So we did. Uh, so here we were in a, it was a premier store in the district. Uh, so it housed district people. Uh, and under their nose, uh, because they were a quite conservative company, uh, we brought in $350 handbags and, you know, suits that cost $350. So, you know, there's a, a an outfit, so to speak. Uh, we added shoes for $150 that was well beyond the uh, typical penny customer, and it was successful. So wow. taking those bold moves, and, and I was very, very fortunate to work with people who believed. They believed that uh, I knew what I was doing, um, even though sometimes I wasn't quite sure. We all have that little imposter syndrome going on there early on. And, you know, you just, again, my... I was brought up with the follow the opportunity. Uh, and sometimes you have to do things that other people aren't doing um, to, to find success. So from that, uh, propelling my career there, um, you know, I worked with, uh, again, when I was in school, I worked with the Xerox company. Um, yes, selling Xerox machines, which pe some people were saying, what is that? Yes, <laughs> I, uh, you know, we don't need them today, but back then we did. And so that was a sales role and sales, you know, you get to uh, read people, which is another great skill for your career. And uh, so combination of those things and a couple of other roles, um, at one point I decided, okay, um, I think I'm ready to join uh, what was called the family business. My father had a, had a company and um, while I thought it was a good idea, he didn't, um, he... Mm was an entrepreneur, true and true. And as an entrepreneur, he didn't want to have people working with him. He did not mind partnering with people who had their own businesses, but he did not want um, anybody as a true entrepreneur um, telling him what to do. Okay. So um, kind of the funny story that I say, you know, he said no. And I went to what we affectionately call the chairman of the board, which was my mother, uh, and said, mom, you know, help me here. And she was like, look, um, you know, you're the one who has to influence him 
right? There's no convincing. You have to influence him to see the value. And what he was trying to tell me was, what am I going to sell to my clients? What value are you bringing? If you can't articulate it, neither can I. So another That's career, right. uh, a very, very uh, critical career concept is you need to be able to talk about your worth, not in dollars, although that is important at certain conversations, but what is the value you're bringing to the business that you're supporting? Whether you're a consultant, which is one of the things that we do, uh, or you're a coach, which is another one of the things that we do, or you are taking on a, ro a, a role within an organization. And I've done that for some of my clients. I've taken on roles until they have found somebody to fill that role um, ah. to be able to, to keep the business rolling. So again, the lifelong lessons that you um, experience within your own career is what I bring to the things that I do. And in the 30 years that I've been doing this, um, the lessons that I've learned through helping other people, I mean, I, I call that priceless. So yes, they're stories. Um, and I believe we learn better by, by stories. Uh, but the stories of the peop the wonderful people that I have met have helped so many people um, grow. And I'd love to, to share them. I know we don't have enough time to share all of them. But as we talk here, I know they'll come to, to mind. Um, and if you don't mind, I'll share uh, the relevant stories to the conversations that we're having here today. Sounds like a plan. And, you know, when you talk about lifelong uh, stories that that really helped guide you through the years, lessons from your dad, lessons from his family business, lessons from all kinds of things. I was just thinking about the lessons that you may have received from being in sports. So I'd love to ask you, Kathleen, what do you think you learned that you still keep with you to this day? from being involved in sports. I remember you sharing with me that you were a basketball player. I was, you know, and back uh, in the day, and not to age myself here, which isn't a bad thing, um, but Title IX um, was uh, new, pretty new uh, to sports. Um, and even today, you look at how far we've come, it's still pretty new. Um, and in basketball, it hit late. So I'm one of five and my older siblings, uh, one of them played basketball. And I remember watching those games and it was three in the front, two in the back. Not all five players were allowed to cross the mid line. And I often okay. sat there and said, like, why is that? You watch the men, they're all going back and forth and back and forth. And, uh, and it just so happened that my father was coaching my sister's team, and it was a church team to boot. And my father uh, is uh, a Marine. So I don't think I need to say more on the grit or the um, uh, strength of competitiveness that he brings. And he would uh, challenge the girls to dive on the ball. He didn't do that back then. Mm. Girls didn't play that way. But he was trying to teach them and in effect teach me that you got to play the game the way the game is played, not the way that someone's telling you to play. And so roll the tape forward. When I was playing, it was five and five, you know, uh, forward and backward. And yes, diving on the ball was part of it. Um, so I think one of the things that I learned 
was that you need to differ, not only differentiate yourself, but you need to understand the rules of the game mm -hmm. and then figure out how do you bring your differentiating abilities to those rules? Yes, challenge them at times, um, but you need to be able to, in order to be able to stand out, you first have to know what you're standing out from. Uh, and that's very important. That has lasted me through the course of my career. Uh, as I walk into every room, I'm scanning the room. I try to be uh, knowledgeable walking into the room as to who sure. the players are um, and what is it that I can offer within those, those walls. You're bringing such great pictures to light. Uh, just, you know, as you just explained, walking in the room, scanning the room, paying attention to what really sets you apart. And, and what a great lesson to have learned from sports. And, uh, you know, I thought that question would be really important because as a mom, I, I've got my daughter involved in sports. My son was involved in sports. And, and it's just interesting to see somebody as successful as you to really make that connection to all those great valuable things that you uh, were able to put into practice as a business owner, as a leader at Rutgers. You know, um, several things um, and, and not to belabor, I too have two children and they both play sports, but they don't play basketball. <laughs> they play soccer. And sure, uh, yes, they play in college. My daughter played at an elite level for a big, the Big Ten. And I watched and marveled at some of the wonderful lessons uncaptured. Um, <laughs> they are so uh, competitive that yes. the ability to see some of those things that I talked about uh, could get lost. And at times I know both my kids think, oh, mom, you know, just be a fan. Um, you know, don't try and 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 bring you to me. But now kind of as, as they're on the other side of that behavior, they look back and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, thank you. Because, um, you know, my daughter's in the career stage now uh, yes. and she's seeing some of those same connections um, that are helping her right? Move herself forward in, in her career. So exciting. So exciting. It is indeed, isn't it? Well, I appreciate you sharing that story with us. And we have so many more stories to hear from Kathleen Cashman-Walter. And so we are going to take a very, very short break. Here's what you do. You grab a snack, you grab a nice winter beverage, and you come on back and keep on listening. Thanks for being here. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're listening. We have been speaking with none other than Kathleen Cashman-Walter. And Kathleen, you know, we were talking before the break around uh, the different experiences that you've had in life, life lessons and all those stories that are attached to it. And when I thought about the story aspect of it all, you know, if you've been listening to us before in this conversation that we typically will have, every time there's no advance notice of questions. <laughs> and so, so I have a question for you, Kathleen. Sure. My, my question is, if you were to create a book or write a book about your career, what would be the title? Speaking of stories, what would be the title of that book if you were to write one about your career? Hmm. That is a very good question. Um, you know, I... Uh, Having studied marketing and and looking at things, you know, your title uh, is the attention grabber, right? Yes. And, you know, I, as I look at the path that my career has taken, uh, I think I'd either have in the title um, the word uh, impact uh, and maybe the word um, give back. And why those those two words and and again I don't know how I put them together I'd have to my mind is racing here um, but the reason for those two words is that as you're looking to um, perform have success right the the two things that will help you greater than anything else in your career yes you need to be um, competent in the competencies for whatever you do. I tell my my students who are in the science areas that you need your science, right? That gets yes. you skin in the game. Um, but you will get promoted more for your leadership abilities. And leadership is about those two things. Uh, it is about having uh, that impact uh, and it's about giving back. Um, and when you can find a way to uh, put those two things together in everything you do. What does it do for you? It gives you a wider scope. It gives you the ability to get out of it's all about me. Um, yes. You know, and, and in in the things that I do, and I've been in the leadership industry for uh, quite some time, and it is an industry, right? It does not bear allegiance to any one area. Sure. Um, it is in every everything we do, every role. Uh, and we're asking for it uh, more and more uh, in roles um, as soon as you come into an organization. But 
the the I always tell people it's all about you because you have to think about how you're going to get others to make it about them. And when you can reach deep inside, uh, I call it lead your own ship before you lead the ship of others. Um, when you can look at the pieces of you and say, how do I need to put them together here? What is it that I need to learn as I know I can contribute this? Uh, because it's a two-way street. And uh, when your energy is being tapped, right, your your fuel is being ignited because you're learning, uh, watch how others are drawn to you. And that gives you the ability to to give back. You know, what is it that I can demonstrate? What is it that I can uh, share? Uh, what is it that we can create together? Um, so. Coming back to the title of the book, those two words would need to be in it because the chapters would be all about the things that I just talked about. How do oh, you go about awesome. lead your ship before you lead the ship of others? And then mm -hmm. as you're leading the ship of others, you're still leading your own ship. Um, so you're, you still need that light, that light, bring that light to everything you do. And that's exactly what you do for us within uh, ICF New Jersey, International Coaching Federation, Charter Chapter of New Jersey. You're our incoming board president for 2024. And it, it got me thinking about that role and all the roles that you hold throughout all of it, all these different roles that you hold. What do you think, Kathleen, is your personal brand? Ah, well, you know... <laughs> It's it's different, but it's the same uh, in all the roles. So you take the the role uh, within, I'll call it the country of Rutgers because it's so big. Yes. And we are a, um, a, we call it an orphan degree in that we're not the business school and we're not the uh, MS, right? The science. We're a combination of both. So it's kind of where do we, where do we fit? And back when it started, we didn't fit anywhere. Now we are. Um, and both the business and the science sides are wishing that uh, they had said, hey, come on over here. But uh, so I've been with them at the from the beginning and had to establish that brand. Um, and one of the words I used, because I used it with myself, was experience. Mm. Uh, and we, we at the Master of Business and Science, we call it the MBS experience. Um, in my uh, consulting world, you know, how do we create an experiential uh, focus? It's not about a consultant coming in and telling you this is what you need to do. Right. We need to pull from the experiences um, and allow you to grow and create the experiences of the future. In coaching, uh, no different. It's not about me telling you, hey, you should be doing this. There's no shoulds. Uh, it's about me questioning and getting the the individual I'm working with uh, or the teams that I'm working with to reach within themselves and pull the experiences to share and get their own ahas from which to build upon. Ah. So I think, um, you know, if I, I had to look at it, the combination of all the roles, uh, and there are others that I haven't talked about, uh, it would be um, the, the person who... Um, energizes experiences. I think that would be the overall branding um, 
words that I would use. And again, then in each individual area, it would have a subtitle um, to it. And I appreciate that experience that you just shared, because that is a very key uh, component to everything that you just said. There, there has to be this, this almost like white glove experience. It's not just about telling people what to do if you're consulting. It's, not, it's certainly not about telling people what to do when you're coaching. Uh, at the same time, there, there should be like this, I don't know, rich experience that people are going through throughout it all. I believe that as well. And, you know, when I, um, you know, I've got clients uh, on both sides of my business that that have been with me for a very long time. So in the consulting side, uh, I've been doing that for over 30 years. And I've got some of my clients who have been with me for 25 plus years Wow! Uh, in the coaching realm. And my coaching certification came later. I've got a couple of certifications. ICF was the last certification that I acquired. Um, but we early on saw the need, we, we were doing it, right? And some of our clients were saying, do you realize that we're paying people on this side of the house to do what right. you're doing for free? And we were like, well, you know, it's part of what we do. Um, we're here to help you, right? Uh, support you. Anyway, um, from the, the coaching side of the business, um, we certainly want to make sure that we're adding value to the experiences, right? No, no different on the consulting side, but on the coaching side, it looks a little different. Um, yes, there are coaching principles of of listening, engaging, and and uh, expanding perspective, right? And that's where some of the stories come in. Um, but it's all about the where do you want to go? And yes. um, you know, someone told you this. Well, what do you think about that? Um, is that what you? want? Is that what you desire? Uh, and if your desire is to go in a different direction, right? It's not so easy to just stop doing this and, and start doing that, right? It's how do you transition yourself? How can you use what you're doing now to get you closer to what it is that you want to be or want to become? Um, there's lessons in everything that you do and, and you want to do it well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, if you're in a role that you're not too excited about, uh, maybe it, you feel that it's energy draining, I, I would encourage you to not only find somebody who can help you think about that, um, but I would also say your thoughts need to be in the, what do I want to become? And you don't become yes. something overnight. So if I want to become that, work your way back to the role that you're in to say, how can I use this role to become that? You might find new energy in the role from that. And who do I need to know if that's what I want to become? Yes. So let me start knowing those people now. And, you know, how is it that I need to be, right? And, and I believe it's not all about what you do. Uh, it is about how you be, the being of you. So mm. if that is what I want to become, how do I start being that now? Uh, and when you start to explore those questions, you start to identify a different energy and you start mm. to create your brand uh, now and get people talking about you now so that when you get to where it is or close to where it is that you want to be, um, watch how the world around you is already recognizing you. 
they're already seeing you and probably seeing things in you that you're not even seeing, right? And that's the energy. Uh, that's the energy of you leading your own ship uh, versus you following or just being on the ship um, as, as you are, are moving yourself forward. What a beautiful, beautiful message uh, and so much power packed within every single word that you just said. Uh, so kudos to you for sharing that with us because, you know, it got me re reminding myself of some of the words that I heard uh, through so many books that I've read and knowing that we are the company we keep. So you may not be there yet, yet being the operative word, and at the same time, you're going to get there. You just have to cultivate it. You just have to surround yourself with greatness and read and listen to certain podcasts. Do all the things that will eventually get you there. You're just on your way. Absolutely. And you may not even see the evolving of yourself. Others are going to see it. And that's the beautiful thing about coaching. Oh, it is. I tell you. And the... You know, the principles that we talk about here and, and you talk about reading and I believe leaders are readers, right? We're all leading our life. So we're all leaders. Um, and, you know, I often tell that to my students and, and you know, I make them read in my class. I give them Good. points for it, but I make them read for that reason. And I've had more than um, more than one, I'll tell you. And, and I, I can't even count on two hands the amount of people who have said to me, you know, I never liked reading. I never liked um, getting, you know, doing those things that you made me do. But I can tell you now that I can't imagine my life without them now. You know, in my office, I have bookshelves full of books um, yes. and I've read them. In my class, I have a reading list that they can pick from to read. And I've read all of those books. There's over 200 uh, and something books on that list. Um, and in each book, you get a nugget. Right? Not all books are going to give you a, oh my gosh, this was the best book I've ever read. Um, but they'll give you a nugget if you're looking for them. And one of the books that you talked about uh, here, um, and I believe, uh, is the Rockefeller. Um, Rockefeller, uh, what is it called? The, uh, the Rockefeller something, I'm forgetting that. And then the uh, second book uh, is um, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. And the, the point is the first thing you need to do, yes, surround yourself, right, is but you need to believe. Mm. Uh, if you can think it, you can become it. And that's the underlying uh, premise. So you talk about what's the mindset that I need if that is what I want to be? And then look at, am I projecting that? Do I believe that now? And we all have different experiences. If you, you were to just put a stake in the ground and say, whoever I am now, how did I become this, right? You had so many wonderful experiences and those experiences, and I will tell you this firsthand, I know this, those experiences may not all transfer to your success. They got you here. And Marshall Goldsmith wrote a fabulous book, and the title of his book is What Got You Here Won't Get You There. Yes, I love that one. And the way I use that phrase is that title is you need to look at the thoughts that got you here. 
and see which ones do you need to bring with you and which ones do you need to say thank you very much. I value them, but my thoughts have changed and I need to move on. I need to move on. You know, we often hear, and I, I fortunately um, had the privilege of knowing two uh, fabulous people. I know more than two people, but these two people um, <laughs> uh, that I'm talking about uh, are no longer with us and just within the past couple of weeks. Yes. And in both of the, um, the ritual of uh, not only mourning, but, but celebrating their lives, um, it became very, very clear that they had strong beliefs. However, their beginnings, so to speak, uh, did not any way, shape or form look like the end. Right. That's right. They they grew themselves to that success and grew themselves openly. They they enlisted others to help them grow as they were growing. Um, and in both cases, and, and one the the um, conversation that we were having to celebrate their lives, um, the word that was used was continue. Right. Continue to honor, uh, continue to bring the lessons that you've learned from this person to the world around you and you will be serving. Right. Honoring them. And in the second, they, while they didn't use that word continue, the, the question that was offered was take the the memory that you have of this person. And make sure that you are creating that memory in someone yet to be. And then you will be honoring this individual. And I think that when you are looking at, okay, my stake in the ground here, and you know, what do I want for me this year, or what do I want for me in the next three to five years? Um, we want to do the. I need to stop. I need to continue, and I need to start. Right. It's a change mm -hmm. management principle. Uh, but start, start, stop, start, continue. Um, is a a principle of life, right? You can even going back to the beginning conversation we had, juggling all the balls. There are things you need to stop, right? How am I going to do all of these things? Well, it's because I can't. I have to stop doing these things. Uh, I can continue to do these things, and now I need to start doing these things, right? You can't just add to your life, right? Your life is changing, and you need to change along with it. Um, and when you can do that with intention and when you can do that with purpose, watch, watch what you become and what the world around you becomes. It's just so uh, energetic, so empowering um, to be in it and to watch. Right. And that's I get the opportunity to do that. Um, I grow as each and every one of the people that I work with grows in every forum that I work. Um, I think I have the best job in the world. To go, so yes, honestly. you do. <laughs> yes, you do. And as a person who's known you for some time now, Kathleen, I have to say that I don't think there's been a single time where I've had a conversation with you, whether formal or informal, where I didn't walk away knowing something. Just like I'm, I'm like a sponge right now, taking in everything that you're saying, uh, because it's no different than all the conversations that I've been witness to, whether you know at Rutgers or within our conversations in coaching. Uh, at the same time, I, I can imagine, I can imagine that. 
what you just said about the stop, start, and continue. I mean, what a perfect time of year to do that. What a perfect time of year to do that, to have that life audit, that career audit, that timing to be able to say, I can't just keep adding, to use your words. I can't just keep adding. Because as you said earlier about the the, the life battery, I'm not going to be able to continue to have that energy if I just keep adding. We are the CEOs of our life. So if we could just remind ourselves to do that audit, that internal audit of what do I need to stop? What do I need to start? And what do I need to continue? That is the key, especially with a brand new year upon us. So we've been talking with Kathleen Cashman-Walter, and we are about to take a very short break, our last break of our call. And at the end of the day, we're going to come on back and we're going to have a lot more to say. Thank you for listening. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. And it's a simple and lovely reminder that you designed this show. Uh, In terms of the feedback I've gotten over time, there hasn't been a single episode that I've had where it didn't come from your ideas. So definitely be able to provide that feedback so that we can keep this show growing. And we're back with Kathleen Cashman-Walter. Before the break, we were talking all things careers, all the, the lessons learned in life. And I thought it would be appropriate to now really focus on business aspects and coaching and all of that. And so Kathleen, my question to you is, what do you think 
is the most important thing that one would need to consider when they are starting to think about owning their own business? All the things they need to consider, right? (laughs) Well, I I tell you, um, over the years of supporting women, um, you know, I was uh, part of the executive team on the New Jersey Association of Business uh, Women Business Owners for a while, Uh, and whether you're a woman or a man, um, the important thing or the thing that you think is most important at the beginning of a business is making money, right? And while that is important, and and I'm not minimizing that, um, there are other things that you need to have in order. And that is like, what are, what is your business? What's your purpose for your business? Who's your market? Um, what is their pain point? And I've seen many, many pe- wonderful people who have done wonderful things, I call it on one side of the desk, right? They worked for somebody else, uh, come to the other side of the desk where they're working for themselves and they flounder. Mm-hmm. And they flounder because they don't have the structure to support them. See, when you're on one side of the desk, the structure's there and you don't even think about it. Right. Right. There's processes, there's procedures, there's uh, timely communication, there's accountabilities put in place. Somebody's doing meeting notes and and calendar reminders. And and when you go into business for yourself, you're doing all of that. We we used to joke in in the office, you know, you're the chief uh, bottle washer, uh, bathroom cleaner uh, and, (laughs) you know, everything else. And I. uh, one of the the things I do with some of my clients who have just gone into business for themselves is I ask them to um, make up some tent cards of all of the key roles in their business, right? And they're, you know, finance, marketing, um, uh, operations, uh, and I'll just stop there, technology, you can go on. Uh, every business is different. Uh, if you have employees, you know, human resources. And I asked them to, we're, we're going to have a board of directors meeting here, a senior leader meeting. And um, I want you to report out, since you're telling me you're doing all of these things, right? Um, you can't afford to hire anybody to do them for you. So let's start. Um, and I want you to start in any seat that you choose and give me, you know, kind of the state of the state. Where are we? What have you been doing? What are the things we need to watch out for? Uh, what's next on the things that are coming up? And you watch their face going like, what are you talking about? And it's like, well, you, you just told me that you're doing it all. And I just want to hear, let's separate it out because I'm sure it's all jumbled in your head, let's get it out and let it, let's let talk about all the things that you're doing. And so they sit in the first seat and they find out that, you know, I really haven't been doing much there. So I look at them, I say, well, you're fired. And they look at me, what? I was like, you're fired from that role. <laughs> right. Let's move on to the next role. And by goodness, by the end, they've been fired from all of the roles. Why? Because they really haven't been doing it. And that's the reason they are where they are. You know, why is my business not growing? Why am I not um, gaining clients? Um, in your efforts to do it all, you're not doing it all justice. So, you know, what then do you do? Well, it's sitting down and think about what do I need, right? How can I get that done? Uh, what are the different ways people are doing that? And 
with the questions identified, right? Certainly you don't have the answers because if you had the answers, you'd be doing it. I know. So That's right. where do you go to find the answers? And how do you build your network, right? And that goes back to one of the principles we talked about before. Surround yourself with people who are already doing what you're doing, right? Join organizations where they come together and talk about what they're doing. You'll learn immensely. And you might even find a mentor, which is so key to your success. Um, but you certainly need, and I would tell this to everyone, uh, you certainly need somebody. I uh, I used to to laugh uh, and call myself a thinkologist, right? In the science world, everybody had funny, great titles. And I was like, okay, I'm a thinkologist. And they're <laughs> like, what? I was like, yes, I help people think. That's my job. And so you need somebody who can help you think. And that's one of the things that the coaching world, uh, coaches do so well. They don't need to have the experience in the field that you're in, because they'll get it. Um, they need to have the experience in helping people think and helping you uh, think about what is it I didn't know I didn't know. You know, there's three knowings in the world. There's the, I know what I know. An example of that would be, you know your name. Um, there is the, I know what I don't know, right? I can give you an example of that. For me is, I don't know how to skydive. Now, once you identify what you don't know, you have a choice. You're either going to stay in the I don't know, or True. you're going to get in the no. So for me, I choose not to get in the no. But <laughs> I know that I'm going to meet people who like that and want to know more about that. And I always like to be of service to people. So if I'm not going to be in the know about it, I want to know people who are. And I want to know enough so that I can start and be in a conversation with someone and then be able to recommend a resource. So by surrounding myself with people who know the things that I don't, I'm going to learn, right? But I don't want to learn at all. I don't need to learn at all because right. they are the experts. So the last, that's, I know what I know. I know what I don't know. And then the third knowing is, I don't know what I don't know. And if you were looking at a circle, like a pie, uh, and a chart. The I don't know what I don't know is the biggest part of that chart. And I can't even give you an example of that because I don't know. And how will I get in the know? Well, it comes being aware of myself, being present in each conversation, and then being curious enough with the people that I'm talking to to find out a little bit more about what I didn't know I didn't know. And then I can determine, do I want to become in the know or do I want to stay in the, I don't want to know that, but know that I know resources. So the three, it's a circle for a reason. The three knowings, right, support each other. But if you only stay in the area of the chart with, I know what I know, and I know what I don't know, then you're missing an opportunity to have a bigger impact on the world, to grow uh, and grow your business right? That you can't know everything about your business. Yes, you're, you, you want to know your business, but in today's world, things are changing. And yeah, you want to stay up on it, but you're not going to know it all. You need to know the people who do and have them as a circle within your uh, sphere of influence so that you can maintain and grow yourself and your business uh, to greater greater heights. And the only way that we get to know 
a lot more and and maybe shrink that part of the pie, that part of the circle a bit more uh, to know more is to ask questions. And, uh, you know, I remember thinking about the word question and the the main part of that word is quest. We're going on an adventure. We're going on a quest to be able to understand more, more about ourselves, more about our businesses. And that's an adventure indeed. It's more about that growth mindset. And that's just such a beautiful thing. And speaking about getting to know more things, I know we're at the point of our episode where we need to close out. And at the same time, I'm sure that others, the listeners, want to know a little bit more about you. So now we're going to go into our speed round of questions, Kathleen. And so my first question is, what is a routine or a good habit that you swear by? My teeth? No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> I I swear by reading. Yes. Um, I read everything. I clip things that I see. I tear out things in magazines. I um, every time somebody recommends a book, I'm I'm immediately searching it to say here. And I swear by the habit of reading the table of contents before I read the book, Ooh. because I may not need to read the whole book. Okay. I may need to read as I scan the the uh, table of contents that there may be chapters that yes, that's what I want to know. So learn how to read. Um, and reading, it, you know, you don't need to consume the whole book at once. Go to the areas of energy that you're drawn to, and see. Hey, does that spark? And not reading a book from from start to finish, some of the books, right? The the books on people's lives, the the self-development type books. You need to give yourself time in between to process and action the things that you have have gained. So I swear by that that habit. What is one of the most favorite words in the world that you love? Curiosity. I, I think that's that's the fuel for everything. Excellent. Excellent indeed. Well, Kathleen, I really appreciate you sharing all of your ideas with us. Uh, my last question is, how would a client or a future uh, consultation project owner want to get in contact? How would they be able to get in contact with you? Oh, that is simple. There's so many different ways. Um, I have a website, uh, Cashman Consulting LLC. I have a LinkedIn profile. You can go to LinkedIn, Kathleen Cashman. It's not under Kathleen Cashman Walter. Um, and I have uh, emails, right? Um, and my emails, uh, since Cashman, as you, you I'm sharing with you, Cashman is my maiden name. And it is how I built my reputation in business. So my company is Cashman Consulting. Um, so my email follows the same. Uh, it's K and B Cashman at Cashman Consulting LLC. Um, and obviously through you, Kelly, uh, you know all the different ways to to get in touch with me. And I would welcome the conversation. It doesn't cost anything uh, to have a, the opening conversation. And it may be that I am the the one who can support you or I may know somebody who can support you better. And I would like nothing more than to explore both opportunities. 
Excellent. Excellent indeed. And you are very well connected. So I'm sure that if that is, you know, it's not something that uh, is a match, you exactly know who to put that person in contact with. So we've been talking with Kathleen Cashman Walter. It's been such a great conversation. And I'm going to leave you all with this just to think about it. We've talked about this on the show before. I am. I am. Intention plus action equals manifestation. And what a perfect time of year to think about that call to action because you don't have manifestation or momentum without intention and action. Thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, see ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week.